Dr. Michael Shapiro is a paid consultant of Johnson & Johnson Surgical Vision Incorporated. Dr. Sandra Black is an employee of Johnson & Johnson Surgical Vision Incorporated. Product indications and safety information will be available at the end of the episode. Hello, my name is Rana Jaraha, and this is the first installment in Fine Tuned, a special series on Presbyopia Correcting IOLs and the Technus Lens platform. Today, we're lucky to have with us Dr. Michael Shapiro in Madison, Wisconsin. Thanks for having me. And we also have Dr. Sandra Black in Toronto, Canada. Happy to be here. I'd like to begin with simply asking why you recommend the Technus Symphony Lens to your patients. Dr. Shapiro, would you like to start? Sure. Well, basically, my background is someone who has been looking into using presbyopia correcting lenses for the last 25 years. I've gone through the gamut of all the options that have come to market, and I finally zeroed in on the LOAD Technus multifocal lens, specifically the plus 2.75 lens. I thought finally there was a lens I felt comfortable recommending to my patients. It gives the patient the ability to see very well at distance and actually quite good intermediate vision and adequate reading vision. Invariably, like in most practices, patients would ask me what would I put in my own eyes if I were to be having cataract surgery. Well, I was always going to be honest with my patients and I would say, well, I've done this on many patients and they are doing very, very well. However, I didn't feel it was a great option for me as a surgeon who looks at eye charts all day long and as someone who does a lot of night driving. Then the Symphony lens became available. The Technus Symphony lens is unique in that it has an elongated focal point so that there are no breaks in vision and the night vision issues, i.e. those dysphotopsias of glare, halo, and starburst, are less. I was fortunate to implant the first Technus Symphony lens in the state of Wisconsin in 2016, and the results have been much better than I expected. After that first experience, I reached this level of confidence that when patients would ask me what I would put in my own eye, I would honestly say, gee, now with the results I've been getting with the Technus Symphony lens, if I were to go on to have cataract surgery, I'd actually have this lens implanted in myself. Then came the moment of truth when I developed some very early cataracts last year. I had implanted a couple hundred patients with the Technus Symphony lens and kept seeing excellent results. I thought, gee, here I am telling my patients how grout the Symphony lens is. Why am I putting up with my early cataracts? So I had my partner implant bilateral Symphony lenses in my eyes in May of 2018, and the results have been spectacular. Now my patient discussions have gotten a lot easier because all I have to say is, look, these are the lenses I have in my own eyes. Yeah, of course. That detail speaks a thousand words. Dr. Black, you also have the Symphony lens in your own eyes, correct? I do. I'm actually just a couple of months out after having my second eye done. I've always believed in the technology and I've had so many happy patients. And my husband has bilateral symphony lenses. He had those done a few years back. But even so, after I had my first eye done, I was astonished at how crisp, clear and sharp things were and how my vision felt at all different distances. I will admit I still had that, oh my God, this is amazing moment after I had them implanted in my own eyes. <laughs> That's fantastic. Can you go a little more in depth on what makes the Symphony lens unique? There are so many things about the Symphony lens that I found appealing when we first started using this lens in Toronto. 
the two main benefits of this lens compared to other lenses, and I really feel change the landscape, are first, that this lens has incredible contrast acuity. The quality of vision of this lens is amazing. The data shows that the distance vision is comparable to a monofocal lens, so you're not sacrificing to get that extended depth of focus. And the second major benefit is this continual range of vision. The Symphony lens gives vision from distance through intermediate all the way into the near. And this is different than the multifocal lenses that have very distinctive focal points. It's similar to the difference between a lined bifocal glass and a progressive glass. The Symphony lens provides continuous vision. If I must say, Dr. Black is spot on with my experience. I am extremely pleased with my distance and intermediate vision and can read the vast majority of things without glasses. Most impressive is the lack of distinct focal points. There is no gap in the vision, which was always a main complaint I heard from patients with multifocal lenses. They would have good near vision, but they didn't know what to do to use the computer. They had to get super close and then couldn't get their glasses exactly right to use it. The biggest drawbacks to other multifocal lenses the gaps in the vision are taken care of with the Technus Symphony lens. I think one of the biggest hesitations of cataract surgeons who have not already adopted presbyopic correcting lenses is they don't want to deal with the patients complaining about the night phenomena, that is the dysphotopsias. Ironically, I'm probably not the best person to discuss my personal experience here because I am overly interested in this technology, so I'm actively searching and cataloging halos and glare so I can explain to fellow surgeons and others exactly what I see. And of course, I do see some starbursts, some halos and glare at night because I'm actively paying attention to that. But I operate all day, I do a lot of night driving, I have a very, very active lifestyle, and I can honestly say that at no time have any of these perceived drawbacks stopped me from doing what I want to do. I was driving the other night and I realized that I didn't even see any halos or glare unless I was actively looking for it. It is expected, however, that in a small percentage of patients, such phenomena may be annoying and may be perceived as a hindrance. I am truly, truly convinced that neuroadaptation exists. The brain really learns to ignore something that it doesn't want to see. At no time, even when I was intentionally searching for the dysphotopsias and cataloging them, did I ever think, gee, this is really bothering me. I tell my patients that most people, if not everyone, has problems driving at night. It's dark out. It's low contrast time. We see glare around headlights and starbursts. But we may not think about it because no one has ever asked us about it and no one has ever told us to look for it. So even before they have surgery, I tell my patients to look for it so they know they already have some phenomena when driving at night and they will probably still have some after surgery. The most significant drawbacks with previously available presbyopic correcting lenses were the breaks in vision and the pheno visual phenomena at night. And this lens, the Technus Symphony lens, very adequately deals with this. Certainly the range and quality of vision are magnificent. Right, so what do you tell patients to expect postoperatively? Well, this extended range of vision is something completely different for the brain to get used to. Especially as we get older and we naturally lose our accommodation, our brain just isn't used to it. In addition, I think that with the Symphony lens, ideally you have to have binocular implantation to get the full effect. After the first eye is done, there will be patients that will complain that their near vision is not as good as they'd expected. 
they may not be happy until their second eye is done. I adapted very quickly and found that most of my patients had adapted to their new vision within a week. That being said, there's always a small percentage of outliers that may take up to a month for their brain to get used to the lens. Like Dr. Black, I adapted almost instantaneously. I tell patients that there is a high likelihood that for the first couple of months, they will notice some halos around colored lights and a few starbursts around white lights. That is what I see. But just like a smudge on your windshield, the less you look for it, the less you will notice it. When it's first there, you see it, but then your brain learns to ignore it. It's great to have both of you share not only the experience of your patients, but also your personal experience with the lenses. Are there patients that you would not recommend be implanted with a Symphony IOL? Definitely. Certainly not every patient is a candidate for this lens. There are patients with ocular surface concerns, issues with the retina or cornea that really should only receive a monofocal lens. I also try to avoid patients that I get a sense that they're just perfectionists and likely to complain about anything that is not completely perfect. Patients that need very good near vision, for example, women with shorter arms who read a lot, might need good vision at a closer point than most patients. For these patients, combining Symphony with a low-add multifocal, such as a three-and-a-quarter diopter ad, has been shown to give patients excellent vision at 16 inches. Just like Dr. Black just said, I would likely not implant this lens in patients with conflicting ocular conditions or extremely difficult personalities. But other than that, I have put these lenses in patients who are extremely nearsighted or extremely farsighted, and they all have done quite well. I've learned not to judge someone and think I can guess if they will be willing to invest in their eyesight. If I had a nighttime truck driver, I would certainly have a pointed conversation with them But I frequently drive at night and it does not bother me, so I do not automatically rule out these types of patients. The ability to have seamless vision across many distances is incredibly valuable. So I focus my conversation with the patients on their lifestyle. What do they do during the day? We are all glued to our smartphones and other devices. We use computers all of the time. That is all of our intermediate vision. I like to give the example of lying in bed at night, looking at your television on the wall about 20 feet away, and seamlessly being able to also glance at your phone and use your near vision, and at the same time using your laptop at intermediate vision. Everything is in focus. I can go from looking into the distance while driving to looking at the speedometer or odometer in my car, and I can't believe how crisp that vision really is. Almost all of us have these needs, and once I got these lenses, I couldn't believe how incredible that intermediate vision really is. I know the experience is the same for many of the patients I've operated on. When my patients come back for their one day, one week, and one month appointments, I don't have my staff specifically question them about halos, starbursts, and glare at night. I'm not going to send them out looking for those things. If it's a problem, they certainly will bring it up. I will say that I used to just give my patients their options without really making a strong recommendation. I will say that I used to just give my patients their options without really making a strong recommendation. Now, with my personal experience with the Technus Symphony lens being as fantastic as it is, I don't even hesitate to recommend it to my patients that are good candidates. Thank you, Dr. Shapiro and Dr. Black for your invaluable insight and sharing your personal experience with us. You both did an excellent job of conveying the incredible value of the extended range of vision available with the Symphony IOL. In our second installment in this series, we'll be discussing the cycle of enthusiasm with Dr. Stephen Dell. Be sure to tune in. Thank you.
Indications and important safety information for Technus Symphony. Prescription only. Indications for use. The Technus Symphony Extended Range of Vision IOL, model ZXR00, is indicated for primary implantation for the visual correction of aphakia in adult patients with less than one diopter of pre-existing corneal astigmatism, in whom a cataractous lens has been removed. The lens mitigates the effects of presbyopia by providing an extended depth of focus. Compared to an aspheric monofocal IOL, the lens provides improved intermediate and near visual acuity while maintaining comparable distance visual acuity. The model ZXR00 IOL is intended for capsular bag placement only. Warnings May cause a reduction in contrast sensitivity under certain conditions compared to an aspheric monofocal IOL. Inform patients to exercise special caution when driving at night or in poor visibility conditions. Some visual effects may be expected due to the lens design, including perception of halos, glare, or starbursts around lights under nighttime conditions. These will be bothersome or very bothersome in some people, particularly in low illumination conditions, and on rare occasions may be significant enough that the patient may request removal of the IOL. Attention, reference the directions for use labeling for a complete listing of indications and important safety information. Indications and important safety information for the Technus multifocal family of one-piece IOLs. Prescription only. Indications. The Technus multifocal one-piece IOLs are indicated for primary implantation for the visual correction of aphakia in adult patients with and without presbyopia in whom a cataracrous lens has been removed by phacal emulsification and who desire near, intermediate, and distance vision with increased spectacle independence. The intraocular lenses are intended to be placed in the capsular bag. Important safety information. Inform patients of possible contrast sensitivity reduction and increases in visual disturbances that may affect their ability to drive at night or in poor visibility conditions. The lens should not be placed in the ciliary sulcus. Weigh the potential risk-benefit ratio for patients with conditions that could be exacerbated or may interfere with diagnosis or treatment. Secondary glaucoma has been reported occasionally in patients with controlled glaucoma who receive lens implants. Multifocal IOL implants may be inadvisable in patients where central visual field reduction may not be tolerated, such as macular degeneration, retinal pigment epithelium changes, and glaucoma. Attention! Reference the directions for use labeling for a complete listing of indications and important safety information.